Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Down the Rabbit Hole with Cameron Williams. You might have guessed it, but my name is Cameron, and on this show, we're going to be covering hobbies, activities, and pretty much everything else that I find interesting. Now, for this very first episode, we're going to cover something that many of you may have seen if you've ever fallen into a YouTube rabbit hole, but we're going to look at the world of timber sports. For those of you who do not know, timber sports is essentially competitive woodcutting. You see a lot of these events simulating or making something competitive, What things that you'd see in both more modern and traditional logging. It's a really cool sport, and quite frankly, as a guy who loves the outdoors, it really appeals to the side of me that wants to go outside and build a log cabin with my bare hands and I thought you know what this is a good thing to talk about so we're gonna get into timber sports and we're focusing primarily on the steel timber sports competition the first event that we're gonna cover is the hot saw the hot saw uses custom-built chainsaws that are just absolutely insane they range up to around 100 pounds and range anywhere from 250 to around 400 cc engines which is insane it's like holding a dirt bike in your hands and using it to cut wood now even though they're using these absolute beasts of chainsaws they still have to be very precise they have to cut three different cookies which are somewhat thin slices of wood and they start cutting down, then they have to make a cut up, and then the final cut is down. The current world record is held by Matt Bush. He made his three cookies in 5.085 seconds in 2003. He was using a 404cc engine. That is ridiculous. Going back to the dirt bike analogy, a 450cc engine dirt bike is up amongst like the most powerful end dirt bikes that you regularly see. These guys are using 100 pound chainsaws that are working with insane amounts of power with a chain moving in excess of 200 miles per hour. These guys are absolutely nuts, and I love it. Unfortunately, the hot saw used to be primarily homemade and purely custom to the individual, but now virtually all hot saws in the competitive realm are pre-manufactured. Still, an amazing event that I absolutely love fun fact matt bush who holds the current world record actually uh sells models of his chainsaw to other competitors super cool now moving on to the next event that we're going to cover is the single buck the single buck is where the competitors are using uh, single man crosscut saws now crosscut saws are these super long um just sheets of metal with these long uh, saw teeth on them. 
The crosscut saws that they use in the single buck competition are around six to six and a half feet long. In this competition, they have to cut through a 19 inch diameter uh, log of pine wood. All right. Now, they have to cut it alone, but they do get some help. Primarily, they can have an assistant there who puts a wedge in the log so the log doesn't close in on itself and pinch the saw and make it virtually impossible to cut. For any of you guys who've actually used like a handsaw to cut lumber, you know how it feels when a piece of wood pinches the saw and then it's just a pain in the neck to try to you know, get out and get back cutting in there. So this competition is no joke. The current world record is 9.395 seconds and is set by Jason Winyard in 2007. This is, I mean, it's crazy. In less than 10 seconds, these guys are sawing through a almost two foot log I mean, that's just insane. Now, we're moving on to a an event that I find a little bit more interesting, and that is the standing block chop. This is made to simulate what we really think of when we think of a lumberjack chopping down a tree, right? It's a pine log standing vertically and it ranges from 12 to 14 inches in diameter and these guys are trying to cut through it with an axe it's you know it it really is what you think of when you're going out and chopping down a tree except these guys are insanely talented and are cutting through it like butter the current world record is once again held by jason winyard he set this record in 2003 and chopped through a 12-inch diameter log in 12.11 seconds. So, if you look at the average, you know, he's cutting through a 1-foot diameter log and every second he's getting through 1 inch of wood. These axes that that they're using are pretty heavy and you know, it, I encourage all of you guys to go and, if you haven't seen it, watch this stuff because it is absolutely amazing. I love it. These axes that these guys are swinging are no joke. The fact that they're swinging them fast enough to chew through wood like this is insane. Next event that we're going to cover is the stock saw. The stock saw is going to be good for putting into perspective how insane the hot saw actually is. So the stock saw, this is how it goes. The competitors start with their saw idling, hands on the log, and once the ref gives them the all clear, hands off log, they grab their saw and they just start cutting. So they got to cut through a 16 inch diameter log with a stock MS661 steel chainsaw. This is, you know, your standard, more heavy-duty chainsaw. And I looked it up. The MS661 steel chainsaw has just over a 91cc engine. 
Now, if we're going to go back and look at the hot saw, that means that the saw that Matt Bush was handling was over four times as powerful as what you'd see as an industry standard chainsaw. That is ridiculous. And with that, the world record was set by, I am pretty sure I'm going to mispronounce this name, so sorry in advance, but Marin Komarek set the world record of 9.445 seconds in 2010. He did this on a 16-inch log, the standard, and this is just... It's crazy because you go and you watch these videos and it's almost like nothing happened. These guys are just chewing through these logs like nobody's business. Absolutely love it. Now, the next event we're talking about is my second favorite event in the Steel Timber Sports. It's the underhand chop. Competitors are standing on a 12 to 14 inch log and they got to cut through it. So, what they do is they're standing on it. Once the ref gives them the all clear, they start hacking down at the log. Once they reach halfway, they jump, do a 180, so they're facing the uncut part of the log, and they start hacking away at it. Now, this event is interesting because there's a few ways to be disqualified. First of all, if you can't cut through the log in 90 seconds... It's over. You didn't make it disqualified. Second, there's foot there's footholds on the log, right? Areas where it's cut flat so you aren't standing on a rounded log. And if you cut through these footholds, disqualified. Game over. And then also, you cannot cut the log if you have one foot on the ground. You need to have both feet on that log when you're chopping it. With all that being said... The world record for this event is held by David Bolstad, and he set that in 1999. He cut through a 13-inch log in 12.28 seconds. Now, that is pretty crazy because if you think about it, right, from the all-clear, you know, you got to ready that axe and chop, and then also in the middle... You're jumping and spinning around, and then you got to get set again. So, this guy is balancing, standing on a log, jumping around, and he's still getting through that log in just over 12 seconds. These guys are insane, and I love watching them every single time. Now, the last event that we're going to talk about which is my personal favorite. It's actually the one that I first saw and got me starting to watch these timber sports events. And it is the springboard chop. So, these uh, competitors, the competitors are standing in front of a nine-foot poplar pole. Now, the objective in the springboard chop is to cut through... Uh, this giant log at the very top there's a section that's marked out that you need to cut through the issue is you can't reach it from the ground so the solution to this is you cut a notch lower down in the wood and then you jam this springboard in there which is 
a wooden plank that has a metal, like a metal bit at the front, and you jam that in, and it chews into the wood, and you get it lodged in there, and then you hop on that board and start hacking away again. With that, you cut to make a second area where you can place your second springboard in the log. Once you do that, you know, you fix it, you get it all good, and then you hop on that. At this point, these guys are, you know, around five, six feet off the ground. You know, maybe a little bit less, but they're high up there balancing on this, you know, imagine balancing on a wooden, on a small wooden plank, wielding this big old heavy axe, cutting through a log. It's awesome. It is incredible. If you're going to watch anything, you need to watch the springboard chop. Now, once they get up to the top, it's just like the standing uh, standing block chop, but in the air. And once you cut through, it's over. You know, you win. The world record for this event was set in 2000 by David Bullstadt. He made the final cut in 32.77 seconds on a log 11 inches in diameter. You know, when we're looking at all the other times, all the other events, 32 seconds sounds a little bit slower. If you go watch these guys do it, you realize how insanely fast 32 seconds actually is. Now, those are all the events that we're going to cover, but there's one person in particular that I really do want to cover because he's an absolute legend. Jason Winyard from New Zealand. He is just incredible. In the steel timber sports alone, in their world championships, he holds 14 different world titles with his first world title being in 1997 and his most recent in 2017. He got into the sport, well, he got into the championships, dominated in 1997. 20 years later, he's still winning, right? In a 20-year span, he won 14 world titles. Because of this, I mean, and he's winning competitions other than this too, right? He's in, it's insane. So because of his um, achievements in the realm of competitive woodcutting, he has been appointed as a member of the New Zealand Order of Merit for his impact on the woodcutting sport and the honor and you know, the honor that he brought to New Zealand. Absolute legend. And just to fill you guys in on this New Zealand order of merit, the other people in this are politicians who've done great things, writers, all this. This man is so well-respected and such, just such an awesome guy that he's nationally recognized for it. Absolutely love it. Now, that is all I have for uh, timber sports. However, you know, I'm looking at the time and we got some more time. So next, we are going to move into the Highland Games. 
Alright, moving into the Highland Games, I'll preface this by saying we are not in any way covering everything in the Highland Games. It's a really incredible event that has a bunch of different competitions like Celtic dancing, music, more of the uh, so-called heavy events, but we're not going to go over that now. Now, if you would like to hear more about the Highland Games, feel free to comment and leave a review on this podcast, and who knows, if enough people say that they want to hear about it, then, yeah, we can do a deep dive into the Highland Games and talk about what else is in it and the history behind it. But, we're not doing that today, so let's get moving into the Highland Games. The first event that we're going to be talking about is the Weight Over the Bar event. The name is pretty self-explanatory, but um, another name for this is the Weight for Height event. For this, the competitors must use one hand to throw a 54-pound stone weight that has a handle attached to it over a pole, and with every successful toss, the pole uh, moves up incrementally in height. Now, let's say you don't make it over the bar on your first toss. That's okay. For each height, the thrower has three attempts to make it over. This event is settled by who at the end has the highest toss, and in the event of a tie, the tiebreaker is whoever has the least amount of failures. So, you know, two people get the same height, Whoever made it over the bar with fewer issues and fewer failures ends up winning. The current world record for this event is held by Half Thor Bjornsson, who made, uh, not who made, who played the mountain in Game of Thrones. He, uh, he set this world record by throwing a 56-pound weight over a pole that was set at 19 feet 9 inches. Now, keep in mind, Half Thor Bjornsson competes in strongman events and is and he's just <laughs> insanely strong and powerful. But throwing an object almost 60 pounds over nearly 20 feet is a spectacle. And... It's an incredibly, incredibly great achievement and love to see that. You can look up that video. It's actually pretty easy to find if you're curious about what it looks like. And yeah, you know, go ahead and look that up. Now, the next event that we're going to be covering is the sheaf toss. The sheaf toss is very similar to the weight over the bar, but instead it's the mechanism of throwing it and the object being thrown is different. A sheaf is a bundle of straw and a burlap sack. The sheaf for men weighs 20 pounds, and for women weighs 10. The mechanism to toss the sheaf is a pitchfork. So, these competitors have this bundle of straw on a pitchfork, and they're liking the weight over the bar, uh, event, they're trying to throw it over a bar and the highest toss wins. Now, looking at the highest toss, 
the record, the current record for the sheaf toss is, uh, for the 20 pound sheaf toss was set by Spencer Tyler at the Chicago Highland games. He tossed the sheaf 37 feet and one inch. That it's, it's awesome. Uh, love to see those kinds of numbers. It's, it's kind of hard to think about what that 37 foot number really means, but if you want to kind of put it in context, go ahead and watch that video. It's, he throws it and then the camera person has to keep on looking up and up and up to track the sheaf and it's, it's a really awesome video. I love it. Now, the final event that we will be covering is the quintessential event of the Highland Games, and that is the Caber Toss. The Caber Toss breaks the mold from a bunch of the other heavy events because it's not about how high you can throw something, how far you can toss it. It's about the perfection of the end result. The caber toss is where you throw a caber, which is a long wooden pole that is at one end more narrow than the other. And when I say pole, it's really more like a small tree that's had all of its limbs cut off. And by small, it's like, you know, 15 feet in length. It's kind of ridiculous. But the goal of the caber toss is to hold so you hold the caber at the narrow end and then you run and you throw the caber and you try to land it with the wide end on the ground and the narrow end at a perfect 12 o'clock position that's what the judges are looking for and that's what they're uh, basing their rulings off of so whoever the judge deems to have the closest to a perfect 12 o'clock caber wins. The interesting thing when it comes to the caber toss is unlike the um, sheaf toss or the weight over the bar, it's not uniform. Sheaf toss, for men, it's always going to be a 20 pound sheaf, right? Weight over the bar, it's always going to be like a 56 pound stone. The caber, cabers vary in length and width and center of gravity and it makes it pretty inconsistent for the tossers of the caber because you don't get to use a uniform thing with every caber they're gonna have to adjust to it and that's part of the interesting thing with the event because people who are really skilled with it it doesn't matter which kind of caber they're tossing, they're going to do a good job because they've practiced so much and they know what they need to do. So that's just a, you know, interesting little element when it comes to the caber toss. The caber toss is the last event that I'm going to be covering on this episode. And I'd like to thank all of you guys for joining me today. I had a blast talking about all these things and I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves too. Um... If you guys have any suggestions with the podcast or future topics to cover, feel free to leave a review and in the comment sections of that, tell me what you'd like to hear about. I'll be setting up social media uh, social media for the podcast um, in the coming days, and if you follow that, 
feel free to reach out to me there as well. And I look forward to learning about some new stuff and talking about it with you guys in the future. Y'all take it easy and stay safe and have a great day.